Hello everyone, welcome to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast, episode number 126, and our first episode of 2020. Wow, what a decade, I'm imagining, probably, or Already, more the last decade. I mean, twenty. this might be the last one, depending on how everything goes. It might be, there's climate change and world wars and all that, but there's also games, and that's what we're here to talk about. Uh, if you don't know, this is a weekly show covering all the games made in Canada and the people who create them. Uh, CanadianGameDevs.com is supported by amazing <coughs> patrons over on patreon.com slash CanadianGameDevs. Uh, go over and support us there if you want early episodes of this podcast, uh, access <coughs> to an exclusive channel on our Discord, and our undying gratitude. My name's Steven, one of the main dudes behind CanadianGameDevs.com, that's spelled with a PH and an A. Joined by the other main dudes, Steven with a PH and an E. Thank you, Steven, for joining us. Yo, Brett, by the way, Spurs are playing Toronto Raptors Sunday, January 26th. There you go. Okay, cool. And spoilers, the other main dude, Brett. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Brett. I am here once again. Excellent. Uh, we're going to do a bit of a different episode this week as we've got a lot of Game of the Year slash most anticipated content to deliver to you. Hotly anticipated polls we ran on our site these past two weeks. Uh, we'll start with events. I'm just going to plug XP Game Summit, still happening April 8th and 9th, followed by the Canadian Game Awards, which is a different thing than us, but we might be influencing it somehow. Who knows? Stay tuned. Uh, and that's happening April 10th and 11th, I think the days after. I'm not sure. It's still being shaken out. Go to xpgamesummit.com if you want more information, and tickets are on sale now. Um, yeah, and then I assume everything else is just going to slowly start ramping up again after everyone exhumes all the turkey from their body. The weekly events and monthly events that you know, we're, we're familiar with, and we'll be posting those on our site as they come out. Uh, and there's, like, I didn't do any news. I remember I talked to Steve on the last episode, and I'm like, I bet I could find some news, and then I didn't, and then he was right, so <laughs> you're right, Steve. I didn't do any news. Well, we had some, we had some back weeks. news to fill that we still didn't do, so. We, uh, like the, we can do that. Like the Sacred Symbols game, and there was something about Rima. Or, no, I mentioned Rima in the last episode, but. There was oh. also... Um, that big fund happening in Saskatchewan, right? Or was yeah, I've been, I've been sharing that on our Discord. A reason to join our Discord, but there's there's a Regina Game Dev, I think, is the the person on. It's massive corporation, I think, mm-hmm. and they're Regina Game Dev on our Discord. But they're doing like a five hundred dollar uh, like grant thing for a game developer in Saskatchewan. So, um, maybe we'll maybe we'll just share the details like in this post on on the website CanadianGameDev.com. But I've I've been post I've been sharing it on dis on Discord as well. So. So join our Discord. <laughs> yeah. Just like those people who got to go to Alberta, too. Yeah, some people, uh, we shared the reboot student thing, and a couple people applied, and they got to go all the way to Banff and stay at a fancy hotel and go to panels and shit all for free. So good things get shared in our Discord, and you should go there if you want to be involved. All because they saw Brett was a part of the Discord, and they are like, I want to be a part of this, too. I know. They're like, <laughs> Brett's in there? Is he talking shit the whole time? And like... Yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> yes it's the it same is. in person and in digital. I will I will shit talk you. Alright, I think maybe for this week I'm gonna lay out a schedule and you let me know what you think. We start with wishlist this, then we transition into game of the year, we start with our personal top three, and then we reveal the Canadian game of the years as we ran in our polls. Then most anticipated games, our personal top three, and then the results of the poll. And uh, say goodbye to people listening. 
That's fine. I do want to mention there's some job postings on the site too. Oh. Oh yes, I forgot to plug that last time. Uh, do you want me to look those up quick and plug them? No, I got it. Yeah. I, I got it open actually. Okay, do it. So, so Canuck Play, who's out in Peterborough, they're they're the makers of the Duck Flutie Maximum Football, which we might be hearing about in a couple in, within this podcast again. Uh, they're looking for a Unity game developer, a Unity technical animator, and a QA tester. The QA tester is like part time for now, and then it'll be full time during kind of the final stretch. Uh, it's all in-house uh, in Peterborough, so check that out. Um, but that's on. this is all on CanadianGameDose.com slash jobs. The next one is Stitch Media, who is a company here in Toronto, looking for a technical artist and a 3D generalist. Those are two different postings. Both of them are six-month contracts. So again, you can check out the details on the site. And finally, uh, A Game Design uh, is looking for a Unity 2D developer slash C-sharp programmer. They're working on sort of like a build um, to show like uh, potential like uh, funders and publishers and stuff like that. So it's a very short kind of uh, 60 to 120 hours of work contract, uh, flat fee of $3,000, but check out the details and um, and there might be like more depending on how, you know, the funding stuff goes. But all of that's on CanadianGameDoes.com slash jobs. Uh, and we always post on the Discord and on Twitter and all that stuff too. So make sure you just follow wherever to get uh, all the latest on that stuff. Excellent. Get that money. All right. Get that money. Get paid, make games. Yeah. Play other games. Yeah. The life cycle. Yeah. The life cycle. And then you die. Okay. Um, well, well, eventually. <laughs> Hopefully you guys get a chance to procreate. You know what I'm saying? At least practice a couple times. We're very done. Uh, I don't know. We could wind down this decade, I think. We, yeah, yeah. Steve's done. He's put I'm in talking his, about our. Well, I'm talking no, about our viewership. Steve's done his. Oh, our viewership. Steve's done his time. <laughs> <laughs> he's retired now. He's on the retirement tour. Maybe. Did he just? He's still <laughs> he just, like. I meant raising a child. <laughs> oh god. All right. Uh, we're he's still move putting into, games in. You know what I'm saying? He's still batting it. Wish list this. <laughs> Uh, a new-ish segment introduced late last year oh. where uh, I was inspired by Brett and Steve's frequent wishlisting of games during the show. So I created this segment where the whole point is I will highlight three upcoming Canadian-made games. And everyone on the podcast that episode has to wishlist at least one. But we've been doing pretty well lately where everyone's been wishlisting all of them. So we'll see if that continues. Hmm. Number one. Atrio the Dark Wild from Isto Inc. Isto. Uh can I do the, the movie theater voice? Do you, do you guys yeah, have of course. Yes. That annoying? No, do it. <clears throat> a unique survival game where everything is out to kill you. Can you capture and harness the deadly wildlife for your own means? Can you survive long enough to turn the lights back on? Uh, so this game looks pretty cool, actually. Uh, uh, it's on Steam. You can wishlist it now. Pending release date uh, 2020. Uh, it gives me kind of like a lot of super giant game vibes mm -hmm. you know like um transistor or bastion yeah. kind of and i like that yeah um it's got gifs for their steam description which as someone who manages games on steam always put gifs in your steam description everyone likes gifs better than pngs okay. and it looks pretty cool and it's gonna have steam achievements What's this game called so again there you go steve it's called Astrio, Astrio. Colon, The Dark Wild from Isto Inc. Uh, and the, the like Steam preview, like the, the master art thumb thing looks really, really cool. Anywho, check that out. Is anyone adding it to the wish list? I don't, you don't I even just have a link for me. Where's Boom. the links at? There's one. Where's the link? You got to find you it on Steam. Send you a link? 
Actually, A-T-R-I-O. Search that in Steam and you'll find it. I'm going to send Brett a link right now. Do you have Discord open, Brett? Oh, my God. Discord? Yes, it's open now. Okay, cool. There you go. Open that. Why? Uh, We could have just sent it to me on Skype. And then then wishlist it. Just a shout out that I was able to find the game the very second after Steven mentioned it. (laughs) I I, I heard too many letters when he was pronouncing it. I heard Astriario, and I was like, what? Even search the Dark Wild, and I'm sure it'll come out. Yeah, I should have done that. It's Atrio. the Dark Wild. Why rely on English, if... right? Is it wishlisted, Brett? Oh, I'm checking out this little trailer right now. Okay, okay. I like the art style. Looks cool. Me too. Reminds me of Sim- I was like getting some SimCity vibes when I first uh, looked at it. Where, where are the developers from? Do you know? Did you look? Oh, jeez. Put me on the spot here. I think it's Alberta. Let me double you check. I'm going to say they're from uh, Saskatchewan. This looks like a Saskatchewan You're going to say Saskatchewan? Yeah. Let me... Yeah, it's Alberta. I was, I right. was close. I was close. You were geographically <laughs> close. Yeah. In Canadian terms, you were close. In European terms, you were several countries yeah. away. Uh, is it on the wish list? Did it make the... Yeah, co- it's on my, I'm just logging in I, to put it on. Kaboom. Wish list sound effect. <laughs> right... It looks cool. What happened? Oh, man. Everything's going crazy right now. That's okay. Moving on to wishlistless item number two. Mm. Wasteland Raiders from Creative Storm Entertainment. Quote, Wasteland Raiders is a sandbox strategy game where you play the villain. As a leader of a merciless band of post-apocalyptic raiders, build and manage your organization while pillaging, kidnapping, and battling the so-called good guys tasked with stomping your rampage. I like this because as someone who's played a lot of post-apocalyptic games where you play the single person against all odds and like Fallout or The Last of Us, I want to be the Raiders for a chance and just get to go around and mess shit up, you Mm -hmm. know? I think that's a cool idea. I want to mess shit up, you know? Not just be barely struggling by while everyone takes all my shit all the time. I like beating up people too, so. Yeah, and and things you don't like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is coming out on May, uh, May 18th, so it's coming out pretty soon. May 18th, that's a couple months. There yeah. you go. Add it to your wish list. It's going to have Steam achievements. There you go. Um, no gifts in the description, but that's okay. There's some nice concept art at the bottom. Well, there. maybe if they're getting some Mad Max vibes. Maybe if they're listening to us, they could be like, oh, we should put that in because we've like. Yeah, saw some gifts. Know, get in. some gifts in there, guys. Are achievements on some Steam games. not required? Mm-mm. No, you can put it out just an EXE oh. that doesn't even open. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the lowest bar for Steam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but my favorite, like, I personally think every Steam game should have cloud save support, Steam achievements, and, yeah, that's it. The cloud save is so nice. Like, the amount of times I've, like, accidentally deleted it or switched from my laptop to a computer and it just syncs instantly. It's beautiful. Xbox does it with everything, and if you pay for PS Plus, it works, but, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, actually, Xbox, I was blown away with Xbox started to derail a little bit, but I was playing ReCore on Xbox, like, one, like, three years ago. And then I re-downloaded it on my PC the last couple of weeks, and my save is still there. I'm like, how is that even possible? It's like a completely it's like cross-save across different platforms. Oh, they've got you. Yeah. When I booted up uh, Halo Reach on the computer, it had kept all my like Master Chief Collection progress from like four years ago when I first started the game, and like my crappy little clan tag and stuff <laughs> I made and picture. It, it did for me, too, because I must have played some multiplayer games on Master Chief Collection when it first came out. Or when when I first like had it because mm-hmm. I got the achievement for completing ten matches after like two or three matches, 
I was like blown. I was like, oh, I don't even remember like playing these things about Xbox. Also, I Xbox achievements keep track of how far you are to beating them, and PlayStation doesn't do that. I know it's such annoying. It's such a piss off when you have anyway, to like, grind for shit. Ugh. That's an aside. Wasteland Raiders on Steam wish list. Anybody playing the sound effect? Yeah, Where am I? Did. Do I it. Did. Kaboom. Is that the sound effect? Is you kabooming? No, the sound effect's this like <laughs> magic thing. The 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 sound effect's this magic fizzle okay. that Sebastian gave us and I just been using ever since. Sweet, because I was like, are um, we doing are we so low that we're doing kabooms? <laughs> Steve's kaboom, <no>. like <laughs> we can't afford a I little razzle dazzle here. <laughs> there's some there's some dazzle. Oh. Not so much razzle, but And boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> Alright. Uh, and lastly today on wish list this I want to bring to you what could easily be called a Beat Saber riff-off, but I think mm, offers something mm-hmm. else. Groove Gunner from Bitcutter Studios, Inc. Uh, come in Q1 2020. So I think that, that goes to like April 30th. I don't know specifically when Q1 ends. But Groove Gunner is, quote, a VR rhythm game where you blast targets and block bullets accurately timed to beats with matching visual effects while playing through songs from a variety of musical artists and genres. Um, so it's kind of, it kind of is just like Beat Saber, but with guns and a shield, but that Beat Saber is awesome and guns are awesome. So, you know, (laughs) it works. Uh, it's from, uh, Bitcutter Studios Inc. Also, I think in Alberta, maybe I messed that up, but yeah, it's supports Valve, Index, Vive, Rift, and Windows Mixed Reality. Um, usually on the steam page when it's only VR, there's like this big banner that's like, you need VR to play this. And I don't see that, but that's probably just cause the game's not out yet. I don't imagine they would get this to work for non VR too. Um, but yeah, so like I'm looking at the trailer here, you mix up like maybe one hand's a gun, one hand's a shield. So you got to use the shield to block things while shooting with the other, or both hands are guns. You swap, I imagine different tracks, you have different modes, but yeah, it uh, looks pretty cool. And I love Beat Saber, so I would definitely try this in a heartbeat. I'm just on their website. It's two, it's two guys who, who do this. Damn, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. I'm not seeing a PSVR logo uh, on here. Probably uh, if it does well, I imagine that's a goal because P- PlayStation certification is much tighter than uh, Steam. So, And these guys are actually in Regina, Saskatchewan, so... I was close. Oh, perfect! It is a sketch one. Lovely. This one. Brett was thinking about this one. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking. Studio. I got my studios all mixed up. You know, what's the difference? <laughs> like one Canadian studio is pretty much the same as another one. You know what I'm saying, guys? Yeah, and both those products <laughs> just want to leave anyway. So whatever. Yeah, no one wants to be in Canada. Groove Gunner. Add it to your wish list. Is it on? Is it there? I added. Yeah. Beautiful. I would. Uh, I, I guys, I'm having Steam issues right now. So that's okay. I, I don't understand what's going on with Steam. It's like, yo, dog, you can't log in. I'm like, let me log in, dude. To be fair, do you have the do you have the the Steam mobile? Dude, I got all the things with Steam. I it's hooked up and it's giving me pain in the ass right now. Damn, just PC gaming, bro. I the thing is, I'll never play this game on Steam though, because I'll never have like the VR. But I'll yeah. wishlist it to help out with the old Steam, you know, algorithm algorithm doohickey stuff. God bless. But if, it, but if it comes to PSVR, I would definitely check it out. Oh, me too, for sure. All right, that's it for Wishlist This. I'm going to tweet out all these tomorrow, uh, tagging all the developers and stuff. So if you are so lazy that you can't go to Steam, but you can go to Twitter, find Canadian Game Devs, and you can see all the links there. Yeah. All right, now it's time for... Game of the... Canadian oh, wait, I got two. Game... Oh, wait. <laughs> wait. 
No, that's we're okay. Do, we'll do our personal we'll top our, three. Yeah, our own. We're doing our personal top three each, and we'll we'll talk a little about it. Maybe have a little little discourse. Oh, there's going to be say. discourse. There's going to be discourse. I'm excited, and then we will reveal the CanadianGameDev.com Game of the Year as voted by you, the listeners and community at, of us here at Canadian Game Devs. Uh, starting with personal, let's start with the Brett. I'm interested. Why, well, Brett, hit me with your top three. Me going first. Yeah, going from third, I, I think second, we go first. With Steve first, because he's boring. You go Steve first? Oh, Steve's boring. Boring. <laughs> You're gonna be okay. like, you're gonna be like, yo, I loved NBA 2K20, <laughs> MLB, MLB Warfare. and I got all the trophies in Ass Creed, so that's my list. There wasn't an Assassin's Creed game this year, I know. Though, so, so uh, Ass Creed Mobile, then there we go. <laughs> I mean, should, right, I so do, should I do all three? Brett's really just passing the buck because he doesn't actually have his. I do have my three games. <laughs> should I say all three games, or do you want to do our? Do you want to all of us do our third game, and then all of us do our second game, and then all? Ooh, of us you know what? I like that. I like that. Okay. All right. So there was a, there was a couple honorable mentions uh, in my list. Halo Reach almost made the cut, but it because I didn't really play it when it first came out, and I really really enjoyed playing through the campaign. But I but I decided to opt out for uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Which could have been okay. probably like much higher on the list, but it was just too buggy and too like kind of just finicky, I guess, uh, at launch to to really kind of be that special sort of gem of the of the year. <clears throat> but I still had a lot of fun with it. It's nice that Star Wars is kind of with Mandalorian and Jedi Fallen Order, and I liked Episode Nine. That Star Wars is kind of good a little bit uh, these last like last end of the year. Um, but yeah, it, I mean it's. It's a lot of fun. Like I, I really enjoyed it. I want to go back to platinum the game, but there's no fast travel in it, so it's a real pain in the ass to like kind of go through the giant maps just to like get to kind of the the end of the map to like search for stuff. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. I I really enjoyed it. Okay. Hmm. I didn't, but you know, as we've established, <laughs> we have different opinions on the Star Wars properties. I will say though, it's for. How abysmal EA has handled the Star Wars license. This is probably the best Star Wars game since they got it. You know, I mean, there's I only like been like, th- yeah, there's only been like, th- there's only been like three games though. Yeah, there's been the the weird thing where they like, they share the license with the Lego people, but I, I don't really like those mm-hmm. games either. Um, but yeah, I will say it took them what eight years, but they made a good. Star Wars game. It's kind of yeah. amazing that there's no microtransactions in it as well. There's a lot that of cosmetics. Is, it's like, that's such a low bar, though. Like, I <laughs> no, I know. That, that's but where we're at. We're like, you don't have to pay for the different colored ponchos. That's so cool. Amazing. It's kind of crazy, Whoa. though. That's not. That's yeah. not why it's my third game. I I really I did know. like it. Mm-hmm. I thought the like it was a mix of Uncharted, mix of open world Metroidvania stuff. Like the combat, you know, wasn't as tight as like a as a as a Bloodborne or anything like that. But still, it's baby's first Bloodborne. That's what it mm. is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess, especially if you play on like normal or easy. Yeah. But I respect all those people who bash their heads against the true Jedi Order mode or whatever. I actually dropped it down to normal. I was playing on like hard, whatever the like the hard mode is, and then mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what? I don't like this. Isn't the type of game that I want to have a challenge in. I'd rather just kind of do fun shit with my lightsaber. So mm-hmm. I dropped it down. There's a lot to of normal. fun shit. Um, and the ending is really cool. Actually, the ending of the game I thought was really really neat. I, I thought it was really cool too. Yeah. Me too. They spoil it in the trailer. I know. The, yeah, I know. They, they, spo- they spoiled kind of the big. I you kind of can kind of guess what would happen, but I still think the whole setup is like really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I uh, 
I like it. By the way, I I played Star Wars Battlefront two the last week or so because my friends really into it, and there's triple XP event, and it's it's a much cleaner, much like more like better game loop uh, than before. Like it's a lot of fun. It's really really good. So if you if okay. you if you still have it or whatever, or you I want, still have it. Yeah, I would I would recommend maybe just jumping in, just giving it a shot because they they opened up all the heroes. The modes are like. I, you know, they, I, I don't know if they trimmed down the modes or just they kind of polished them up a little bit because I remember the heroes versus villains one was a little bit different. It's a lot of fun. I really like it. Okay, okay. All right, Brett, hit me. Number three, 2019. Ooh, good year of games, right, guys? Great year. <laughs> oh, I said good. Oh. <laughs> it's not great. It's just good. This is good, you okay. know? Um... Okay, so what you know what I actually I like this game, um, and it was mostly because you guys told me to get to buy it, so it's on my list. I, I liked. Oh, see, I was debating if this is going to be my third one, but I think it is. It's going to be a short hike because I really did enjoy that okay. game. Because uh, I I like the, I just like that it was different. Where it's like it's not like a like it's a walking simulator, but I actually enjoyed it. Like it was just like that right mood I needed. So I enjoyed that game. Yeah, it was an honorable mention for me. I it was really it's just like calming and just like kind yeah, of cool just it was to just cool. search the world and stuff. It was just calm and chill and just like <laughs> it was just like a because like that's kind of the kind of the game I'm I'm like trying to make right now. It's just like a chill game and I liked seeing it. So I was like, huh, that was fun. It looks like you can make something out of this. So yeah, I liked it. That's that's my third. Okay. Uh, my third would definitely be Ape Out from Published by Devolver, developed by, I think, two people, Gabe Carrizo or something. Uh, if you haven't played Ape Out, it's a top-down sort of action uh, game, but it's really cool in what it does with its music mm-hmm. because the game uses a, a reactive music system where everything that happens in the soundtrack is a result of what you're doing on screen at that time. So if you grab somebody, you throw them, or you punch somebody or rip a door off that the, the music system takes a random like mm-hmm. jazz beat or riff or something. And like threads that on top of the like drum roll or whatever that's going yeah. on. So by the time you've beaten a level of ape out, you have, there's no soundtrack to the game because you've made the soundtrack. And like, if you record that you've created like an original jazz record mm-hmm. And it's also really tight and fun and beautiful. But I think that's my favorite part of the game is like the game like moves as you move. So like as you just rip down a hallway and bash a bunch of people, it like mad. I fumbled a bit there. The sound gets way out there and there's like clashing cymbals and, you know, all this trumpets and stuff. And then if you're just like sneaking around the edge, there's like a little drum roll and it's just Mm. like matching what you do. And it's really beautiful. It's really fun. And I like it. I forgot about this game. I never even heard of this game. I'm watching the trailer right now. It looks dope. Apex really tight. Um, definitely recommend you check it out. It's on Switch, Xbox. It was on Game Pass for a bit, but they took it off. It's fifty percent off. I don't know if it's on PS4 50% yet. Fifty percent off on Steam. On yeah. Steam. Ooh, it's so good. I would recommend it. Wait, it's not fifty percent off. Sorry. I was gonna say I think <laughs> the Steam sale's over. Yeah, no, I, I clicked the old link. It looked like whatever. It doesn't matter. Go buy it. Sixteen ninety nine. Do it. It's a, it's good. I played it on PC and I played it on Switch, and it's great. All right, Steve, hit us with number two. Ooh, Ape Out is on Xbox Game Pass on PC, so. It is? Oh, yeah. that's probably where I saw it. Play it. Get it. Game Pass. Do it. All right, I'll download it right now. Uh, number two, this is um, 
this is my like favorite Canadian game of the year too, but it's the messenger. Um, just like, I love Ninja Gaiden. Like I think Ninja Gaiden is one of the only NES games that still kind of holds up. Like, like it's so good. And this is just like Metroidvania Ninja Gaiden. I think it was a little long. I think they could have like trimmed it up a little bit. And I also didn't play the DLC because by the time I was finished with it, I was like, you know what? That's, that's the game for me. I'm, I'm kind of done. But it's just, it's like so good. The controller is so tight. It's a really funny game too, which I wasn't really expecting. It's always nice that when that kind of hits you and, and you, you didn't know. I think it actually technically came out last year, um, but on PS4 it came out this year. Um, I'll count it. Yeah. I'll allow it. Um, and I played it this year, so whatever. <laughs> uh, and, and the uh, the free expansion came out this summer, so there you go. It did, yeah, yeah, which I didn't play, but um, but yeah, it's it's awesome. Uh, like if you are a fan of kind of classic Ninja Gaiden, you know, or Metroidvania mm-hmm. style games, I'd recommend giving it a shot because it's it's really good. It's really tight. It's it's fun to kind of go back and get all the kind of uh, like trophies and stuff too. I had a blast doing that. Yeah, um, it's awesome. It's just it's so good. Nice. There you go. All right, Brett. Hit us. Number that two. was my number two. Oh, boom. Messenger? Yeah. Oh, look at you. You made fun of me, too. Yeah, I know. Before. You were like, oh, it'd be a 2K. Well, we're... Oh, wait, Brett. So does that mean that you and Steve have boring picks, or Steve has good No, because now I'm going to change my pick. And we're oh, going to okay. bring... On the fly. Yeah, because, like, I was going to I was gonna save this one. Because you guys know what's... You can still, what pick, the, it? it's, you can it's still pick it as number two if you want. It doesn't have to... Yeah, but... No, it's like when you go out to eat at a restaurant, Steve. If someone orders the same <laughs> thing that you were going to mm-hmm. order before you, you have to change your order. It's the law. Like, all right, my number my number one game then is Stardew Valley. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. All right, Brett, what's the change? Pitch hitter number wow. two. Wow. Why you got to be like that with Stardew Valley? <laughs> because I knew you were going to pick that as number one. That's why my, my number two is Stardew Valley. <laughs> The expansion pack also didn't come out. Expansion, yeah. Oh, oh, the 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 multiplayer update. That former the new four point oh (laughs) update. Game of the year. So what is the? Is it actually? Is that your number two? Are you saying? Yeah. Why not? What is the multiplayer for Stardew Valley? Is it just co-op? Like, are you just kind of building the same? Like, are you just doing farm stuff together? Yeah, pretty much. Or is there like a story built around the two of you? Uh, it's just like it's just the main game, but with more people. Cause isn't there like romance stuff too? Yeah, I think stuff? everyone can marry their own people and stuff like that. It's just you're just playing the game together, and they added a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, I should. Yeah, there you go. You should play. We should... This game's on Vita. It's <laughs> on everything, man. That's crazy. That game... Stardew Valley's on Vita. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh my god. The Vita monster awoken. <laughs> Vita monster. <laughs> he, he, he said huh. the word Steve right around him. <laughs> That game's. I was surprised. That's how you unlock the Vita monster. You go. That game's on Vita, <laughs> and Steve awakens. Like, what? what? Doesn't matter what he's doing. He drops sprints over to PlayStation Store. No, we have it. We have it on Switch. I have no. What game does appear on my Vita? <laughs> <laughs> I was a challenger approaches. I was unaware of such deeds. <laughs> all right, we can move uh, on. Now. We can just all right. Um, <laughs> that's a safe and boring number two pick. I was going with the messenger though originally. I just want okay, that to be okay, very, very clear one. that the messenger was number two. Do you have anything okay. else extra to say that I didn't say, or or do you agree with everything I said? It's just like Ninja Guy. It's just tight Metroidvania, all that good shit. Yeah, uh, that's exactly the reason. It's a. Did you play the? Did you play the DLC? Uh, no, I I have the DLC though. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, same. Because right. like I was gonna put Assassin's Creed in there, 
But I'm just like, you know what? It's not happening. It's not happening this year. No Assassin's Creed is making anyone's list. Have you seen those Ragnarok uh, leaks, though, lately? Those are fake. They checked, and it's kind of the same fake they did for Watch Dogs mm-hmm. a while ago. Mm. Or at, least, I'm, at least it's pretty sure they're yeah. fake. Like, the way they made the, the listing was the same way they faked a Watch Dogs leak. Isn't that... Didn't, like, uh, Jason, whatever, on Kotaku basically say, though, that this next one is going to be, like... Uh, Norse? Norse stuff? Yeah, that's that's the rumor. But as far as that post <laughs> looks fake, and they're Hello? just going off what he's said. Yeah, sure. All right, all right. Steven, what's your number two? My number two is Apex Legends. And mainly because... There's not another video game in my life I've played for, and I checked, across Xbox One, PS4, and Origin. I put about 420 hours into this game this year. Oh, my God. And you know how much I, spay- you know how much I paid? I know, I know how much. much. Zero dollars. You've said zero, this before. Not even zero dollars. Zero cents. <laughs> I gave nothing to Respawn, and they gave me 420 hours of tight, beautiful, amazing First-person Battle Royale combat. And this game has really changed the way I approach other multiplayer games, too. Because every time I try to boot up a game, I'll try and ping something. If I'm playing with something and it doesn't work and I'm disappointed because the ping system's amazing and it should be in every video game. I'll try to... If I die in a game at, like, Fortnite, now I go back and try and play. And they had the respawn feature they stole for a bit and then gave up on it. Oh, Fortnite also stole the ping system, too. But... This game has changed the way I play multiplayer games because everything this game does, I want other games to do now, and I'm upset when they don't. And also, the characters are actually interesting, unlike every other Battle Royale game. Like, all these characters, whenever I play, you know, I was playing Halo with my friend Nick the other day, or I play um, different multiplayer games with people, we will still say the lines from the characters in Apex Legends in those other games. Like, uh, when the Caustic jumps out of the ship, he's like, I, I feel most alive when rapidly approaching my death. There's, like, all these lines in this game. It's so memorable. It's so good. It's, it's really tight. Like no, you're about to have a heart attack, man. <laughs> you gotta it's so good, down. man. Why? Why? So, why Apex did, why did so you give them no money though, dog? What's what's the lack yeah, of support? Yeah, why did They didn't with, ask for any money. If they were like, the hey, battle pass or something. This game comes out sixty nine ninety nine. You know us from Titanfall. I'd be like, okay, sure, I'll they buy it. They didn't ask for it. I don't like want. And God bless. God bless every idiot who's been buying all these skins for games and guns that they're going to forget about in a year because they have subsidized my enjoyment of this game. (laughs) If they had asked for money for something I wanted to pay for, if they were like, hey, this new mode, this new Mm -hmm. hero, all this costs five, ten bucks. Like, okay, sure, I want that. They were like, hey, this skull skin for a game that you're going to drop instantly and pick up a different one is 99 cents. Like, I don't want that. I'm not going to pay for it. If they had put something into this game I wanted... I would have paid for it. They didn't. They just gave it to me for free. And it's really interesting listening to an interview with one of the, the programmers there. And he was like, there are so many freebies in uh, Apex Legends. And we love them because like, they're playing a game and being part of their community, but they don't make the, make the light stay on. And we like the other people too. But yeah, anyway. Apex is good. I could rant for a while with Apex. I love it. Throw them a battle pass, man. Bro. Like... I don't want skins. I don't want any of this stuff. Can, I, give, gave... can I gift you a battle pass or something? Like, Is there a way I could just log into your if account? If they put something into that game that I wanted and charged for it, I would pay for it. But they haven't done that yet, so fuck wow. it. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Uh, I paid for Titanfall 1, day mm-hmm. 1. That game didn't have any single player it was all exclusively multiplayer mm-hmm. if they had done that with apex legends i would have bought it it wouldn't have been nearly as successful as apex legends has it wouldn't have been number one of the most watched games on twitch making ea more money than any other game they released this year in a year where they released a star wars game mm-hmm. mind mm-hmm. you so they're clearly <laughs> fine they don't need any money from me okay 
Yeah, you keep you keep telling yourself that. Okay, just to make myself feel better. Yeah. All right. Well, that's number. All right. That's your number two. All right. A game you spend zero dollars on is your number two. Fine. Fine. Exactly. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> Hit me, Steve. <laughs> number one. I'm gonna buy you the battle pass. You're. I have a friend in Fortnite who's basically just you, who's played Fortnite pretty much since season one. And has never bought the battle pass, never spent a dime, and I, I finally just gifted it to him because he was just being annoying. But that person's getting what they want out of the game. They get to drop in, fight. All the guns are in the game. They don't need to buy them. They're no, they're getting what they want. All right, number one. Okay. Uh, okay. Resident Evil Two remake. It's at this game is actually probably one of the best games this whole generation. It's, it's so fucking good. Like it is, it's like the perfect remake. Like they, it doesn't miss a beat at all. It reminds you about the, the the original like it has the same settings and all that stuff but mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like the way it's happening on screen on ps4 you're like oh yeah this is exactly how i remember it on ps1 but it's not like it's obviously not it's they've tweaked a lot to make it, it feel better they they have it's they, it, it's a brand new game it's it's like i it honestly is one of my top five games on ps4 like in general like it's so good i was so happy when i played it um i really want to go back and platinum it because I have to beat it like on the really hard difficulties and just not really, not wasn't really into that. But mm-hmm. you know the the and it's a little disappointing too that like the Claire the, the the B scenarios aren't really any different, which was kind of a little disappointing. But still, like overall, the game is just like it's it's pretty much everything I could ever hope for in a Resident Evil Two remake. And I'm so excited that Resident Evil Three remake is happening because soon, soon two months, right? I know three months, uh, three months, April, I think, April twentieth, I think. And it's crazy because when Resident Evil 2 Remake was announced, like, 2 was ported everywhere. Like, you could play 2... I don't know if you guys remember, there was this handheld called, like, Game.com or some shit. Resident Evil 2 was on that. And Resident Evil 3 just kind of existed only on PS1 and Saturn and GameCube. Like, it it was kind of, like, the weird... Because it it wasn't originally going to be uh, a numbered sequel. It was just going to be, like, a, a side story called Nemesis. And then it became Resident Evil 3. Um, with the guy who follows you right yeah exactly um and it's cool that they brought that more fleshed out into into two because he's in he's in number two but it's very scripted events um but in but in remake of two it's uh it's more dynamic or whatever but yeah Resident Evil 3 I'm happy it's being like re-released because it was now April just 3rd to, oh just nice checked. it was just going to be kind of this like weird uh like forgotten classic because it's now Resident Evil 3 is the last one that's you know from that era of Resident Evil games. Mm-hmm. Not, not including like Dead Aim and all that bullshit. Um, Survivor and all that stuff. I mean like the base game stuff. Resident Evil 2. Is... Steve, is it fair to say that Resident Evil 2 did for the original game what Shovel Knight essentially did for DuckTales? Where it took a game and made it feel like how you remember it feeling as a kid? Uh, probably. I didn't actually play DuckTales back in the day. To be perfectly honest. So when I played, okay, I'm trying to think I, of a better analogy. When I played Shovel Knight, I didn't actually like it at first. I was just like, no, eh. yeah, I was just like, eh, like, I don't get it. And then I had to kind of like it. I maybe got back to it like a year later, and I was like, oh, actually, now, okay, now I get it. Like this game is dope. Um, I don't know. It's it sort of like I don't know. It, it wasn't as much of a remake, but when Re- Ocarina of Time was ported to 3DS, that was a good port. Yeah, yeah, they upped their the graphics a little bit and stuff, and it. Like a good remake or port or whatever is kind of like playing it and it's exactly how you remembered it, but it obviously isn't because these games were on PS1 and can wear tank controls and look like ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, but when you're playing it, you're just like, oh man, I remember playing this as like a 10 year old. This was awesome. Like, I have so many fond memories of Resident Evil 2, and like, 
the remake is just like it was just as memorable. It's it's so so fucking good. Okay, I love that. Brett, yes, hit us with number one. Well, I was looking. Oh, I was doing some research while you guys were talking. My bad. That's okay. Because I, I was thinking of another game, and I was like, "When did this game come out?" And I was like, "Oh, 2018." So, damn. Can't mention it now. Did you play it this year, though? We don't count what we played this year if it came out, oh. right? Wait, is that a thing? <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? I don't know. Well, if you can't, if you can't I'll make, think I'll another make that game. exception for you, Brad. Oh. Because oh, oh, you were gonna Brett. put Resident, or you were gonna put uh, Stardew Valley on this list, and that came make out four years. Yeah, ago. true. But those updates though are hot, so I guess that keeps that game alive. It's very alive. And Apex Legends is a garbage game, and, and yeah, stuff around his less so. Yeah, so uh, there's clearly <laughs> nothing wrong with you putting something this else on. This is a horrible list for our. <laughs> you know what I'm going with? Uh, NBA 2K20. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Probably the best basketball game ever made. Ever. Have you actually been playing it? No, I'm just joking with you. Oh, oh okay. Because <laughs> I thought it launched, like, I thought it was it had a really shitty launch. Like, yeah. It was broken. Yeah, I, I don't I don't play those games anymore. I'm, I'm, an, <laughs> I'm, an, I'm, I'm an adult. I play NHL, but I, NBA, I'm, like, awful at. Like, I just, I can't. Mm. I, don't have that, I don't have that ball IQ, you know what they say? Yeah. yeah. I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my number one. Your number one game. I gotta go soon. Oh, okay. Let's wrap this up. Let's, I'm just gonna drop it on you. It's Planet Zoo. It's yes. gonna be my number one. I've been playing that. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's a little too much right now, though. Like it's a lot. Like I'm just going like through all the learning of it all, and I'm like, there's so many little things going on in this game. But like, I also enjoy all <laughs> the little elements of it. I kind of wish there was a light version, like like a real light version where it's just like, hey, you know what, just build some zoos and that's it. But uh, I like all the little elements that are into it, so it's my weekend game that I play now. I just fire it up and just blast through some stuff. But yeah, it's really good. I, I enjoy it. I wish I would, it almost makes me want to get, because uh, I always wanted to get Planet Tycoon, uh, Planet Coaster. Planet yeah. Coaster. So I'm actually thinking about going back and picking up Planet Coaster after I flew around with this, so. It's funny you say that because after I played Planet Zoo for like a couple days, I went back and re-downloaded Planet Coaster to mm-hmm. play it. Uh, and it, it's like the exact same game, but coasters. Yeah. Like the menus, the same. All the all the menus in game and the main menu, everything's just copy pasted. Now that's it's the seeds. one. But that's no, great because it I, works. I was going to say that's my only complaint right now is the menu system because uh, it's just like I'm I'm getting old, so the font is so small. Sometimes I'm like. God damn it, I don't want to buy glasses for video games. So <laughs> increase the font, motherfuckers. Like, let's do this. Um, so yeah, it's like the the one my one nitpick. And I haven't really looked around the options to see if there's like a way to like, just increase the fonts in the games. Because it got like some tiny-ass fonts. I'm like, what the fuck terrain is this? Oh, gravel sand. I'm putting down sand sand. I'm an idiot because I can't read it. <laughs> so yeah, that's my only little complaint with the Planet Zoo game. But aside from that, I actually like uh, there's like a lot of detail in it, and like they like the names for the animals and stuff. I'm like, why aren't we just not calling this a normal giraffe? It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's heavily researched. Yeah, it's, They've spent a lot. It's almost stupidly researched on some of these animal names and stuff. I'm like, I don't know this name of this animal. <laughs> and then I see it, I'm like, oh, it's a warthog. Why are we not calling it a warthog, guys? <laughs> <laughs> so annoying uh, but relatable i i enjoy the game it's quite it's it's actually pretty cool 
So that's my game and of the year. Pygmy hippos. Pygmy hippos. Brett, do you have the pygmy hippos? Not yet, but that's dope. <laughs> they're, they're dope. I'm going like to have them. a whole zoo of pygmy ele- elephants and hippos if I can. Ah, so good. So Game good. of the year. My game of the year is a short hike. Um, I was like right before this game came out to like pretty much all year, just been telling everyone I know about this game. It, it's so good. It's cute. It's tight it's beautiful it apes all the games that i love like the fishing and digging are very obviously animal crossing Mm. a lot of the personalities of like the anthropomorphic characters really reminded me of night in the woods Mm. and like the way some of them are just sarcastic funny some of them are like quite literally depressed Mm -hmm. and you like you have all these range of emotions um and the platforming made me kind of feel like a, a chill celeste like there are parts of the game like once you get up there and that it's not supposed to be challenging where Celeste There's is. But there are parts of the game up there where like I'm balancing my, my feather limit and I want to like reach the far thing, so I have to like make sure I'm at the right platform. And and if you want to find everything in that game, there, there's a bit of a platforming challenge to be had. But it really just apes all the games I love, and the it's good. Mm. It's really good. It's a game I'm gonna. It's like a comfort food game, you know. Mm. I'm, anytime I know I'm feeling down, I'm just gonna boot up this game, walk around for an hour. And everything will be right in the world. Yeah, it's. I enjoyed it. It's a good game. It is. It's so simple too. Like it's just like anyone can play this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good champion game for like what games could be for people I know in my life who don't play games. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I know you don't like MMOs and first person shooters and all that, but just try a short mm-hmm. hike and I think you'll like it. Yeah. Yeah. I wish. Uh, I wish it was kind of on. Like this is more just. I'm not a big PC guy, but I, I, for mm-hmm. me, it's like the perfect like couch game. You know, you're just chilling mm-hmm. on the couch and not even like playing on the TV. Like, I wish it was on Switch. I think <clears throat> I think it'd be ported to Switch. Soon. I would. They need buy. to. This would, would be the perfect Switch game. I, I think. The, I think. I think the subreddit for Nintendo Switch would like blow up on this game because I think it's like it's it's so like cute and adorable. And I think like if you release it around Animal Crossing, like people might just kind of connect the two and and be in that mood for that sort of graphic style. Yeah, the, the art style too and we we were talking about this on our discord a while ago about how the the way they made this game look like that is kind of similar to how discord or i'm not discord sorry dead cells you, you take like a model and sort of fuzzy it yeah and that's kind of what they did with this game it, it looks so good and especially when you get really high up and everything gets like blurry and faded out it really gives you a sense of scale that you don't expect from this game given how small it is but it feels really big once you're up there yeah mm-hmm I agree with all the words you, you guys are saying. Lovely. <laughs> all right, now we're going to reveal the Canadian GameDev.com Game of the Year. We ran a poll on our site. Over 1,000 uh, individuals voted. Uh, many studios liked, retweet, shared, got p- their support from the community. Uh, and wait. I'm going to start with three, Hold two, on. then one. Hold What's on. up, Brett? What's up, Brett? Is it uh, – just before you re- announce this, is it, did you think – it was the game that you thought was going to win? Like, what did you think was going to win out of the, the list? What did I think was yeah. going to win? I thought it would be a big AAA game, um, like a game that just has, like, the brand power. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple games come to mind, maybe Luigi's Man- Mansion 3, maybe, um, you know, a, a more prolific indie studio, yeah. like Capybara with Grindstone mm-hmm. or something else. Um, Interesting. That's what I, I anticipated, um, I was, yeah, I was thinking along the same lines. We even had like a couple comments of people kind of, I don't know, chirping us or whatever, just saying like bundling all of the these games together. And, and we've had mm-hmm. that like complaint before when we ran when I did like Tron Game Dev's game of the year. Yeah, and it's just like I don't know, like I think the days of kind of comparing AAA and indie games separately is like long 
long gone. Like, I don't think we need to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that's why we kind of just, like, we kept it simple. We're just like, here's the game of the year, and here is the most anticipated game next year. Like, mm-hmm. go and vote for your favorite one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was, yeah, I was expecting something. <clears throat> I mean, Ubisoft Toronto didn't really release anything, uh, like, big this year. And I, Ubisoft Montreal, I don't, I'm, I'm blanking if they, what they released this year, but... Oh, wasn't it? Um, Division Two came out this year, didn't it? Yeah, but not from Ubisoft. That was uh, that's from Massive Games or whatever. They're in, oh, okay. like, they're in like uh, Sweden or something like that. Mm. So there wasn't a really a big Ubisoft Canadian game this year, but and like Anthem was awful. So like, you know, the big EA game wasn't uh, didn't like do that well. So I think it was kind of a year for indie, like not indies or maybe just middle tier um, size developers, like kind of really shine and. I, w- I was I didn't really have any expectations. I was just kind of thinking of like the people whose communities are like really big. I thought that they would kind of get behind the game and and, uh, and vote, and that's actually sort of what happened. So, mm-hmm. hmm. should I start with number yes. three? Number three, do number it. three, the last year, chapter one, After Dark from Elastic Games Limited in Quebec. Uh, the last year came out on Discord last year. But it really saw its big coming out of party this year in December when it released on Steam. There were a lot of people on Twitch playing it. I went and checked out a couple streams. Uh, chapter 1 After Dark implies a Chapter 2, and a bunch of people actually wrote in Chapter 2 for our most anticipated game list. So they're clearly planning on supporting this game with the team they've got over there, I think in Montreal. And I liked it. It, it does what... And when I played uh, Friday the 13th game back uh, whenever it came to PS Plus does what that does but it works and it's tighter focused it's first person and i knew what i was supposed to be doing communication was a lot easier i was playing on pc which is like an open party and it's really pretty actually i was surprised how, how good everything looks in this game like uh when the the one girl on my team like the brace face nerd girl she got grabbed and like started getting dragged away you can see like the spit coming out of her mouth and her oh man it was it, it's really good it's pretty and yeah big number three shout out last year chapter one yeah i haven't played uh I've only, the only asymmetrical like multiplayer game I've played is is the Friday the Thirteenth. So I'm, I'm, it was so busted. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's just it runs oh. like such a pile of shit. So I, I kind of yeah. want to like I don't want that game to be the only game I played in the genre. But I gotta. I think this is coming to PS4 and, and Xbox and stuff next year. So I'm gonna just wait. Man, for that. they they should have. I know it's it's like production and stuff. They should have released in October. It would have been perfect. So I don't know if they can time like chapter three or four or whatever for October next year, but this is such a good, good Halloween game. Halloween game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's definitely, because also isn't, um, who's the other 1v5 monster? And they got like Stranger Things and stuff. Oh, uh, Dead by Daylight or whatever? Yeah, they're in Canada too. Yeah, they are. Um, And it definitely feels kind of like that, except that's... uh, kind of more friday 13th third person big movie tie-in stuff where they got like stranger things and friday the 13th and stuff yeah um but yeah number two project winter from other ocean developed over here on the east coast in st john's uh i liked project winter i played it a lot on steam that's because you can only play it on steam i don't know why i said that <laughs> but it, it's really fun and the people you play with are kind of like role playing, which surprised me. Like once you get into it and if you've got the right party of people, uh, they all start like role playing their roles. And like, like if some people are starting to do the voices of like their character and it, it was really interesting for those who don't know, uh, it's sort of like, uh, it's another asymmetrical multiplayer game. Wow. I just realized the pattern here so far, but, um, you play, 
you randomly get assigned a role at the beginning. No one knows who other people's roles are. So it's kind of like Werewolf, the card game, if you played mm-hmm. that one. And so a couple of people are trying to sabotage all the survivors from escaping while the survivors are trying to escape. And it's kind of like you stay in groups until you have to split up to do something. And then you're trying to pick who you take with you. And if you accidentally take the non-survivor with you, they'll like stab you in the back while you're not looking. And, and uh, it gets really tense near the end. And like this blizzard starts building up. And eventually, if you don't escape in time, everyone dies. And if everyone dies, the um, bad guys win. And yeah, it's, it's good. It's pretty, too. It's got a very distinct style. It's like that low poly. Um, but the snow and trekking through the snow looks really good, too. Snow is so hard to get right. I don't think we appreciate enough. How hard snow mm-hmm. is. Number right. one. Number one. The Long Dark, Chapter 3, from Hinterland Studios over in Vancouver. Uh, Hinterland went hard on Twitter. <laughs> they have a very, very active community. And I think a lot of the reading the tweets and replies every time they retweeted, um, a lot of people ha- are really invested in this game and... Uh, have been with it since early access all the way through to launch and following every update. This is chapter three. Um, and people just really love this game and love Hinterland, and it got a, a whole bunch of support. So congratulations to Hinterland Studios and The Long Dark Chapter 3, uh, available on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Nice. Yeah, I, 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 uh, they, they went ham like really early on in the voting that it seemed like pretty... Uh, inevitable that they would win, <clears throat> and it was on sale on PS4. So I picked it up. I played the prologue. I didn't. I don't have much of an opinion on it mm-hmm. just yet. So I'm I'm excited to kind of dive into more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, congrats to them. So if for those who don't know, I did a post on our Canadian Game Devs Twitter for every game on this list and tagged all the studios so everyone knew, you know, they had a chance to run. But before I got to do Long Darks, they found it and they made a post and then they tweeted about it, which is the only studio to do that. That's so crazy. Definitely. They they were they were on it, hmm. um, but yeah they got uh, close to fifty percent of the votes. I'll say. Damn. Yeah, they had a lot. Second place was a lot closer, but yeah, the the clear winner, Canadian Game of the Year, as voted by CanadianNips.com community. Did people chapter three? Did people vote uh, chapter four for most anticipated too? Yeah, a couple people wrote in <laughs> chapter four for most anticipated. Which speaking of Steve, there you go. Segue. Let's talk about most anticipated games of 2020, the decade, the year that we're currently So, Stardew in. Valley 2? Stardew Valley 2, Brett's number one. Uh, are we want to just do one most anticipated <laughs> game each? Because Steve's got to go soon. <laughs> yeah, I have to go, like, now. Um, so, Brett's is Stardew Valley 2. Steve, what's your most anticipated <laughs> game of 2020? Uh, Resident Evil 3. Okay, yeah, well, it's... Pff. I guess. Yeah. And and I'm just excited for all like next gen stuff. Like I'm excited to see PS5 and Xbox uh Xbox what the hell is it called? Xbox Series X or whatever. The Xbox Smart Fridge. Come on people, make it's it. Not a, it's not a fridge. Stop it with that. It looks um, like a fridge. <laughs> uh, I'm excited <laughs> to just see that stuff. Like PS5 I'm getting day 1 for sure. Xbox mm-hmm. man, maybe I'm, we'll see. Um Halo Infinite's really like the only Xbox or and the Hellblade 2 which looks really good. Like I'm excited to just see a, like a new generation of consoles come out because it's always exciting when like a new console comes out, um, mm-hmm. and, and you know it's doubly exciting when P- like PS4 and, and and Xbox One came out within like a week of each other. So I'm I'm guessing the same thing will happen this time. Um, mm-hmm. So so I'm excited for that. But game wise, like Resident Evil Three and I'll say Last of Us Two. Okay, wow. But honestly, also, I think Resident Evil Three is like ahead of Last of Us Two for me. That's that's impressive because I know how much you you enjoy the Last of Us. Yeah. I'm going to do a quick quick five from five to one. 
Uh, number five, uh, Psychonauts 2. Uh, I love Psychonauts. It's one of my favorite games as a kid. It's never uh, coming it was, out. It's coming out. It's, it's coming never, out this it's year. It's never coming out. Psychonauts 2 is coming out 2020. By the end of 2020, I will be playing Psychonauts 2 in my apartment. Uh, number four, uh, Little Nightmares 2. I don't know if any of you guys played on Little Nightmares. I think it got slept on a little bit. But the sequel looks... Mwah. It got revealed at Gamescom this year. And actually got a chance to go play it while I was there, which is really cool. This game has like an atmosphere and... like vibe to it that most games just dream of achieving and uh number three uh i'm gonna have to give it to tunic from andrew shoulders out here oh, it looks yeah. like just the indie game like if you if you sell someone who follows games remotely indie game this is the game they'd come up with in their head just thinking about it you know uh it's aping the old classic zelda top-down feel he's even got like the red shield uh red cross shield and stuff uh, and it looks really good and it's really fun i also got a chance to play it at gamescom and yeah number two animal crossing i love animal crossing mm-hmm. i'm excited for it to come to switch i'm gonna buy <laughs> if they do an animal crossing bundle i'm gonna buy that f- and then give my girlfriend my old animal crossing and then buy her animal crossing so we can all play animal crossing because it's very important to um, me that we all play animal can, crossing. I'll, I'll get animal can, crossing can you hook me up with a switch in animal crossing i'll play with you no I'll add you when you get a uh, Switch, and mm. we can play and trade for stuff. Gonna... By the okay. way, I was saying Psychonauts 2 won't come out. It will come out. I was confusing that with Beyond Good and Evil 2, which will never come out. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know when that's coming out. Never but is the answer. Never. We've only got a CGI trailer for that. Um, show me gameplay or nothing. And probably my most disappointing game, and probably, probably the last game I'll ever pre-order. Scoop. The Last of Us Part 2. Like, I don't think people <laughs> appreciate how much I I have enjoyed the first Last of Us. Uh, I think it should have been called The Rest of Us. That just seems too good to me um, instead of the part two. But whatever, they have to make it like a movie or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe, the, maybe the trilogy will be called The Rest of Us. No, nah, because now they've done part two, they have to do part three, and otherwise it won't connect. Um, but I think The Rest of Us would have worked really well. Um, everyone, everyone at school always made fun of me because everyone knew how much I'd play Last of Us. I think I beat the first one like 13 or 14 times. I beat it on the toughest difficulty like four or five times. I platinumed it on PS3, platinumed it on PS4. A couple hundred hours in the multiplayer. I d- in the multiplayer, every match is a day. And once you do 12 weeks, you restart. I've restarted in the multiplayer like nine or ten times because I just get all the way to week 12. Um, I love this game. And there's going to be no multiplayer in it, which really bummed me out because honestly, that was... Probably almost as excited for the multiplayer as the main <coughs> campaign. Yeah, I think I think it's there will be multiplayer, but it's going to be like a separate game. Mm-hmm. I bet you they it'll, do it'll like a battle out. royale shit. That's no, yeah. Steve, don't sully the name. <laughs> don't See, you? It, battle battle royale, a battle royale game was your second most favorite game of the year that you spend no money on. Yeah, they made the best one, and now no one needs to make a battle royale game anymore because no. it won't be Apex Legends, and there's no point. Fortnite. Uh, the Last of Us Part Two is going to be so good, and. I think that they've had almost, what, seven years working with the PS4. And you look at the start of PS3 to end of PS3, Naughty Dog. You know, we had Uncharted 1 and then The Last Mm -hmm. of Us. And just how much they milked (laughs) out of that console. And then we look at Uncharted 4, very pretty game. And I think Uncharted or uh, The Last of Us Part 2 is going to be fucking beautiful. It'll probably be the best-looking video game release next year because they've been developing it for one platform. They've had a decade of experience almost making just games for this one platform. 
And it's not going to be a big open world game like Spider-Man or God of War Horizon where there's lots of technical hiccups that come with that. It'll be a streamlined, focused, single-player game that lets you get even more out of it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Oh, man. Could you imagine if there's like a hub world or some shit? No. No. <laughs> Steve, stop. You're saying all the things that don't want to happen. Uh, I swear to God, one of the most infuriating things that got a war for me was you'd get up the mountain and they're like, no, you need something else in the other far corner of the map to go all the way back down, walk all the way over to it, come all the way back up, make it a little further, go all the way back down. Like Open world games just open up time for developers to waste your time. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a personal gripe with open world games. Or Spider-Man, like, hey, I have 50 backpacks I kept forgetting about and leaving all over the city. Oh, I probably should have kept better track of my backpacks, but just kept buying new ones. Mm. Anyway. Last of Us Part 2. It's going to be great. I'm excited. It's <laughs> you're the only really, game you're really animated this episode. You're like going ham on, on a lot of things. We, we, but yeah, Last of Us 2 is going to be dope. <sighs> it's the only game I'm going to pre-order this year. Saying it right now. We already have a pre-order, don't we? we I do. We I have the pre-order. As soon as they announced it and someone posted on our Discord, I stared at the collector's or special edition in my cart for like a minute and then deleted the collector's edition and got the special edition because I don't need any more game shit around my house. Yeah, I, but, I just had the special edition. It's... It's it's my only open order on Amazon right now because I I love I we order on Amazon pretty much like two or three times a day and I was just like okay I don't want, I need to stop this for a little bit just to clear all the shit out and mm-hmm. finally now it's just Last of Us Part Two. Oh, I can't wait! I can't wait! It's got a date too, although it got delayed a couple times. The Naughty Dog will never never not release Delay a game again. after like three delays. Yeah. When's it coming out? When's it coming? I need I I've forgotten already. May. It got delayed recently. All right, let's do, let's do the Canadian Game Devs. Uh, May 29th. All right, CanadianGameDevs.com, third most anticipated game of 2020, as voted by you, the community, is a tie. It's a tie between Tunic from Andrew Shoulders here in Halifax mm-hmm. and Marvel's Avengers could not be a more polar opposite <laughs> game to tie it out. <laughs> But it, that's that's how it shook down. Wait, this uh, is for number it, three. This is for the third. This is for number yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. A two-way split uh, between Marvel's Adventures, developed in Eidos, Montreal, and Tunic, a little game about a fox and a, who has a sword. Uh, yeah, both games that I think are going to make a splash I, in different ways. This I was year. looking forward to the Tunic one. I don't care about Marvel. Mm-hmm. I don't particularly care about Avengers either, and the way they're pitching it is like a big live service supported for years to come with free updates and stuff. Like, oh, it, it's going to be like man. if it doesn't have a huge player base instantly, yeah. which because it's Avengers, it probably will. But if it doesn't, it'll just get abandoned like within a year or two. Mm-hmm. Like Anthem. Yeah, like Anthem. <laughs> but Anthem Beyond, who knows? Anyway, and uh, and yeah, Tunic looks really good. Mm. Number two, <clears throat> Queen City Chaos from the Massive Corporation. Over in Saskatchewan. Uh, it's kind of like River City Ransom set in Regina, the Queen yep. City, hence the name. Uh, side scrolling, beat em up. Looks good. Check it out and uh, follow them on Twitter. Add to your wishlist. Oh, you can also add Tunic to your wishlist. I don't know about Avengers, though. Uh, probably. You can probably wishlist it on, on PS4 at least. And lastly, at number one, just realizing that I already put this on wishlist this, but it's Groove Gunner from Bitcutter Studios Inc. coming May 18th to steam uh shoot and block and slash your way through different musical beats in this vr rhythm game uh it was a slim margin of victory but a victory nonetheless congratulations bitcutter studios and groove gunner uh and that's it for canadiangamedevs.com most anticipated games of 2020 we did it thank you to everyone who voted in both the game of the year and anticipated polls uh i'll be posting about these on monday 
uh, when the when we publish the podcast and tagging everyone. So congratulations and all that. And I think I want to try and make like you know how on Steam you can put a little um, Laurel next to your game. I think I'm gonna whip those up for us. Maybe someone will do something with them. Who knows? There you go. Um, yeah. Thank you. Again, everyone who voted, all the studios who helped retweeted. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone. It was a good. It was a good year. Twenty nineteen was a good year. It was. Yeah. In spite of, in spite of all the non-gaming news, mm. a lot of the game news was super cool. Yeah. That's it for this episode of CanadianGameNips.com podcast, episode number one hundred and twenty-six. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to help us keep the site running and covering the Canadian game dev scene into twenty twenty and beyond, you can support us over on Patreon.com slash Canadian Game Devs. We're backing us, gets you early access to the show, special channel on Discord, and our undying gratitude. We'd like to thank our top patrons here at the end of the episode. So a big shout out, uh, a big shout out to. I talk too fast and everything's coming out like garbage. Uh, Andrew Hokulik, Aaron McLeod, Cody Cormier, Dmitry Kornikov, Elizabeth Avery, Hanel, Jean Leggett, Jeff Shepstone, Jeffrey Canham, Kai Hutchins, M5 Games, Matthew Minot, Pixelnauts underscore Alex, and Slaughter Neko. Thank you all for your support. And if you'd like to be among this fine group of people, you can do that at patreon.com slash devs. Thanks for joining us, both Steve and Brett. Appreciate you taking the time out of your busy last weekend. First weekend. Wow. I'm talking way too fast. Of 2020. Thanks, Brett. Where can people find you online? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, at Brett Meeser. That's it. Lovely. Yeah. And when you subscribe to Brett on YouTube, add the little bell thing so you get a notification when he yeah. posts. Or else I'm going to call you out yeah. on it. <laughs> or else he'll call... No, you said it was a baby yeah, step. true. Steve called yeah, you out I, on I it. Call I called you out step. on it. Steve called you out. Or else Steve will call yeah, you out I on it. I got my, my bodyguard, um, Steve. <laughs> notification man and uh steve where can people find you on the internet uh steve email frame eight i think i always forget i have to throw What's the eight for because <laughs> uh, i drew i grew up on eighth street in one cent <laughs> i like that <laughs> but i need it mostly because steven l crane is actually a more common name than i thought and i need it uh i need it for certain things mm. <clears throat> but my twitter is just steven l crane but like my instagram is steven l crane eight and stuff like that so sometimes the eight's there but anyways, go to KanadianGameDevs.com. That's where I actually want you to go. Don't worry about my personal shit. Don't find him. Find KanadianGameDevs.com. I just make stupid things. By the way, I I'm, I think I'm going to get off Twitter for a little bit. I've been going too deep on Twitter cool. these last couple of okay. days. Or last couple of weeks. It's it's rough. It's rough. That's probably probably for the best. Yeah. There's a lot, of, a lot of research coming out showing how constantly checking social media can be a damage to your mental health. I believe. Take some, take some you time. Yeah. You want to go to Cuba together? Let's go. Nah, now might be a bad time to go to Cuba. <laughs> okay. You don't want to be that person on the plane with the baby, Steven. Oh, that too. I don't want. We're to not care. bringing the baby. It just means Steve. Oh, 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 oh! I definitely don't think that'll fly. Well, the plane better. <laughs> All right, but, um, I, have to, I have to go. I have to go. <laughs> All right, thanks everybody. Have a great week. Goodbye. Bye.